0: Hello and welcome back to episode 2 of Catch Chat, the Daily Northwestern Sports Podcast. Your host, Daily Sports Editor Cole Paxton, joined today by... Long-time Daily Sports reporter on the baseball beat for us this quarter, Joe Wilkinson. Joe, it is a pleasure to bring you on the show today. Uh, Welcome.
1: It's a pleasure to be here, Cole. You know, I never thought you'd actually let me on the podcast. So I'm excited to be here and talking about the baseball team and everything.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk a little Northwestern baseball today. Joe, uh, first, if you could just give us an overview of this baseball team, how good or bad they are, and maybe some recent history just to contextualize uh, what they're doing right now.
1: Okay, so Northwestern baseball history is rather not good, I would say. Um, I was looking at this earlier today, and the last time they made the, actually the only time they ever made the NCAA tournament was in 1957, and they did not qualify for the College World Series that year, and ever since then they've been rather bad, and last year they set the program record for losses with uh, 39. They won 15 games and lost 39 last year. And so it was going to be hard to be worse this year. And I have good news, which is they are better. Um, so, I mean, that's the overview, basically. They won 15 games off last year. There's a month left in the season, and they've already got 13 this year. So I'm going to call that some improvement. Uh
0: Last season was the first for new head coach Spencer Allen. He came in kind of a high-profile guy. He's a young guy, um, expected to bring in some new energy to a program that uh, had had uh, been led by Paul Stevens for three decades Who did some good things but had tailed off towards the end of his career uh, Obviously, as you said last year, was horrific f- from a numbers perspective Spencer Allen is expected to do good things at Northwestern Are there visible signs of progress this year?
1: I'm going to go with yes, there are visible signs of progress this year Notably, they already got better um, But another thing, even in games that they lose they're more encouraging. Last year they would lose games like 16-3 and 15-2 and you haven't really seen that this year. Uh, Against Indiana they were down big 10-4 and then they had a five-run rally in the ninth and even yesterday against Illinois they were down 10-3 and they came back and scored five runs in the last two innings and finished 10-8 and so there's really just not a lot of instances where they just get run which would happen like last year Um, and I've been talking with the team a lot, obviously, covering them, and they're fun to be around. Like, they're having fun, and even though they're not very good, you can tell that Spencer Allen's really brought some some new energy to the team this year. And, I mean, they were, even before they picked up their winning streak, they were taking batting practice and goofing around and having fun and everything. And so, I really, like, they've, they've been enjoyable to talk to, and Spence is obviously a super nice guy. And so... Even if the improvement wasn't there in the uh, wins, which I think it is, um, just being around the team, you can see that, you know, they believe in themselves more and they're enjoying the season more, which is cool.
0: After last season, you know, it was thought the only place to go was up, but it didn't start that way. Northwestern started at season 0 and 7. It okay. was it was 5 and 17 at one point this Wildcats team. They've rebounded to a more respectable 13 and 22 as we record this on a Monday afternoon. Uh, why is that and what has changed for this program in the last couple of weeks that has gotten them out of the real real deep cellar of the Big 10?
1: Well, I'm gonna argue that actually, I started covering the team. <laughs> um, but other than my uh, appearance outside at the uh, press box, they've actually done some baseball things that are uh, rather good. Um, so Cooper Weatherby and Tommy Young were really struggling in the midweek games and on Fridays to start the year. And since I've seen them, Coop has looked extremely good, which you wouldn't expect for someone who was in the marching band two years ago. Um, He's got the lowest ERA on the team. He's been keeping the ball down, allowing very few runs. So it's been really encouraging to see that. And even Tommy was getting knocked around on Fridays, but when he he came in against Bradley the other day and gave up two runs in six innings, i got to say I didn't see that coming, but it was an encouraging performance. And then also at the plate, you've seen some serious improvement. I think if you want to pinpoint one man, it's probably Jack Dunn. He started off the season just straight-up terrible, um, but he started being good again Um, So since the Chicago State game. He came into the Chicago State game hitting 169, and he has raised his average almost 60 points since then to a, still not good, but getting better, 221. And so having four people who can hit at the top of the order has really boosted the results for the team going forward. And someone else who has really picked up their play and towards the bottom of the order is uh Jay Sheber, who was hitting in 220, coming into the Air Force series was hitting 216, which is pretty bad. And is now hitting 274, which is kind of good. So that's been there's been turnarounds at the plate and on the mound, and they're winning games instead of losing them, which is really odd.
0: One thing that has seemed impressive to me, just looking at it from the outside, is some of the more highly touted players, guys who came in as big prospects, who were expected to do good things. Guys like Tommy Borden, the junior pitcher you mentioned. Senior pitcher uh, Joe Schindler, who was suspended much last season, seems to to be in the doghouse again this year. They have not made significant contributions. And you mentioned guys like Jake Sheeber and Cooper Weatherby who have stepped up. How important is it? for this team, that guys who are less touted or who are maybe supposed to be more role players have stepped into bigger roles in the past few weeks?
1: Well, it's been huge for the team, and especially on on the weekends, the pitching has really stepped up. Um, Some of the the guys who have come in with Spence this year, who's like his first recruiting class, uh, Matt Gannon and Hank Christie, um, they've been great on Fridays, along with Josh Levy, who's really stepped up. And been like a solid, like the pitching staff on the weekends has been very solid. And it's, they got four wins in four games on the weekend against Iowa and Air Force, which was just really something that you didn't see coming given all the struggles they had to start the year. And so them turning those seasons around has really stepped up and replaced guys like Tommy, who have struggled, or Joe Schindler, who apparently just isn't allowed to play anymore. So, uh,
0: another thing, uh, that, that seems big is the play of this freshman class. You mentioned a couple guys, um, Matt Gannon among them, but I, I just look at the list of freshmen on the roster who are making a pretty big impact. Alex Arrow, Charlie Maxwell with the plate, and Sam Lawrence, Matt Gannon, Josh Levy. Uh, again, I could keep going, but how big has the presence of these freshmen been to come in right away and make significant
1: contributions
0: both in the lineup and in the weekend rotation and playing key roles out of the bullpen?
1: Well, I mean, Alex Arrow is probably the best player on the team, and my Alex Arrow take is that he's the Vic Law of Northwestern Baseball that might get them to the NCAA tournament. Um, He's, I mean, he's, like, a legitimately good recruit. He's from, like, Miami. Um, He's, like, we don't get guys from Miami. We get guys from Illinois, and that's about it. So to have to for Spence to bring in someone like that who's just like a highly touted recruit and he's come in and hit like 300 off the bat and playing good defense at second base is just he's just been huge for the team. And then you look at the other guys who are making contributions. Sam Lawrence is like the number one guy out of the bullpen who like I feel confident in when he comes into the game, which is a major turnaround from last year because last year there were zero guys who you could say you felt confident in coming into the game late. And Charlie Maxwell's provided great energy on the bases, and as I said, Matt Gannon and Josh Levy on the mound, just pitching through the heart of the order at the the beginning of the day. They just really get things going for the team, and when you don't give up five runs in the first, get some confidence rolling, and you actually win some games. So that, this class actually from Spence has me thinking that Northwestern baseball actually might be kind of good in the future, which is a weird thing to think about, but.
0: Yeah, especially after so many years where they were just kind of going through the motions and not getting a lot going. And that leads me a little bit into the next thing I want to talk about, which is the production, the kind of talent that comes out of this freshman class. Is this one of those visible signs of progress from Spencer Allen where here's a class that, that is a tangible sign that the Spencer Allen era is going to be positive and fruitful for Northwestern because there are some real results here that bode well going into the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, this... This freshman class has really made me believe in Spencer Allen, um, especially going forward because you see the people making impacts who are making positive impacts on the team and then you just, you check the roster, it's like freshman, freshman, like sophomore. Like, so you really think this could be, this could be a special team going forward. Um, I compare it to the basketball team, of course, because they, like, this basketball team, the basketball program at Northwestern has obviously been terrible for decades and has turned around under a new coach who was highly touted coming in. And so, I compared uh, Alex Era to Vic Law, and everyone needs the uh, Sanjay Lumpkin, though, who stays on from the previous administration and believes. And for me, that could be Jack Dunn. He's a sophomore. He was playing with uh, Spence last year, but Spence didn't recruit him. And so, and he's been good this year. So, I just, I don't know, man. I want to believe in this team. And I think this is a... The signs from the freshmen really are so promising that I kind of do it. It's going to be sad if they don't become good. Uh,
0: just uh, to, to bring things back here to the present as we start to wrap it up, <laughs> I want to get some some predictions for you. i going to put you on the hot seat here, oh, oh, Joe.
1: Cool,
0: Northwestern um, has a midweek game against Milwaukee uh, on Tuesday, which may or may, or may not have happened uh, by the time you listen to us. Uh, But a weekend series at Penn State, who sits in the dumpster of the Big Ten, I can safely say at 1-11. Joe, can Northwestern get a series sweep on the road of the worst team in the Big Ten this weekend?
1: Yes. Northwestern is going to sweep Penn State this weekend as part of their push to make the Big Ten tournament, which I think they will fall short of in the long run. But this weekend, they're going to sweep Penn State because they moved Tommy off the weekend starts, so now... The weekend rotation is set and it's strong with Coop, Matt Gannon, and Hank Christie. And I just, Penn State is just so bad at everything. I, I just think we're going to win all three. I don't know. I've got that confidence, you know.
0: It, you, uh, you mentioned the Big Ten tournament there in that answer. I want to expand uh, a little bit on that. Uh, Northwestern comes into this weekend. They're going to be 11th of 13 teams of the Big Ten. The top eight make the Big Ten tournament. There's been some talk the past couple weeks Northwestern could make a push into the Big Ten tournament. You think they won't. Why is that, and how close will they get?
1: I think they're going to finish ninth. I just think they're going to be close enough, but Illinois is not very good either, and that's a series that they probably needed to win. And if they had just had a couple more breaks go their way, I think they could have... They could have won it, and they could have made it, but so much has to go right because you feel they have to get to, like, 10 Big Ten wins going into the tournament, and I'm just not sure they can get there. Even if they do sweep Penn State, they run into Michigan State next, and Michigan State's good. I'd be surprised if they get one there. Then they get Purdue. Purdue is actually... I know Purdue was, like, the only team we could beat last year, but Purdue actually got better, and so we... Probably only get one from Purdue, Maryland's too good, I'd be surprised if they take one from Maryland, and then you'd have to sweep Rutgers to even get to 10 to end the year. I, I just don't see the, I just don't see the wins there. I saw them against Illinois, but it just didn't pan out, so.
0: And then lastly, before we let you go, Joe, uh, Northwestern 13 and 22. Again, as we record 18 games left to play in the regular season, give me a ballpark estimate. How many wins does Northwestern finish with this year?
1: All right. They're going to win four straight, then they're going to win none, then they're going to lose, then they're going to win one. So that's five, that's 18. And then I got two against Rutgers. I got twenty.
0: Twenty wins. Joe Wilkinson and is calling. Wins.
1: So what is that? Seven and eleven the rest of the way, which is twenty and thirty-five. No, twenty and thirty-three.
0: Twenty and thirty-three. Twenty and
1: thirty-three. Your Northwestern Wildcats will finish twenty and thirty-three this year in baseball, which is five more wins than last year and six fewer losses.
0: You heard it. He's the Daily Northwestern's Joe Wilkinson calling a twenty and thirty-three finish for Northwestern baseball. Which is good. Still sub-500, but as you said, Joe, a big, big upgrade uh, over last year, and as we've talked, an improvement uh, pretty significantly from the past few years and some positive signs for the future in the Spencer Allen era. Joe, it has been a pleasure and a privilege to have you on, and uh, we really appreciate you taking some time to join us here on Catch Chat.
1: It's been a pleasure to be here, Cole. I hope to come back sometime. All
0: right, that's going to do it for us here from the Daily Northwestern. For Joe Wilkinson, I'm Cole Paxton. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on Catch Chat.